You're listening to the 114th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And we continue. In Tehillim, chapter 22, verse 6, Elecha Zaku, it's the next Pasuk, after the one we discussed last week, Elecha Zaku v'nemlatu. Pasuk says that the Jewish people called out to Hashem, and Hashem brought them out from that danger. The Jewish people trust in Hashem, and they were not embarrassed. So he brings here in the Mephorshim, first from the Yalka Shemaini, Elecha Zaku v'nemlatu. By the way, I just want to mention, actually, before we read this, that uh, you might see, if you're watching this, uh, the canopy of trees. I'm in a very sunny, it's a very sunny day today, and I have come to a place, I found this, discovered this place last week, which all around me is date, I'm sorry, fig trees. It's like, I don't know if it's one tree, it's many trees, but all around me are these fig trees, complete canopy, completely enveloped, surrounded, and there's a space here to sit on a fig limb, a limb of the tree, and it has a nice smell, even though there's no fruits yet, but there's a smell of figs, and uh, it's just a, rem- a reminder of Hashem's love, how it surrounds us, how Hashem gives us in our lives good smells, good surroundings, so much good Hashem is constantly doing for us. We just need to find it. We need to find the location. Pesach says, brings the Yagod Shemaini, that Hashem saved the Jewish people on that day. Right? They experienced salvation after they had gone through the Yamsuf, after the Egyptians had been destroyed, no one was chasing after them anymore. They felt an absolute sense of relief. Shem saved them on that day. What was the reason? Why were they saved? What was the reason for their salvation? It was because of their bitachon. They weren't embarrassed. It was all in the merit of the fact that they trusted. And we're going to see very soon in the next piece, that's, that's the whole Yaakov Shemani, very short, but he brings here a measure Shaykh Shaykh which goes along the same lines, and teaches us an incredible thing, you know, what is the difference between Bitachan and Tefillah? We've spoken about this idea before. Is there a difference between Bitachan and Tefillah? Well, Tefillah is active, it's not necessarily a feeling, it's words, we're, we're asking Hashem to be saved, to be helped. And Bitachan is a feeling, are they related? So, he brings here, and we'll see, he brings from also the Maspik, from the Rabbi Ramban Aramba, he brings first the Medrash. We saw last week, Klai Yisrael trusted in Hashem in Egypt. They were saved from the hands of Paro. They called out to you, like the Pesach says, so they, that's the beginning of our Pasuk that we're learning to this week. They, the Jewish people called out to Hashem and they said, Hashem, save us. They groaned, they prayed, they asked Hashem for help. Let's get this microphone to face the right direction here. And what was the result? Vinimlatu. They were able to escape. Brings that same Pasuk as we saw in the Yalkut. Kokach Lama. 
was all in the merit of their bitachon. Their bitachon. So wait, what's going on here? There's a vayizaku, elech zaku v'namlatu, b'chabotchu v'alebayshu. Was it prayer? Was it tefillah? Was it bitachon? Was it that sense of confidence they felt inside? Which one was it? So he brings here, well, let's finish the meditation, we'll come back to Rabbi Ram and Arama. The Pesach says in the next Pesach, I am a worm and I am not a person. It says the Medrash an amazing thing. What is unique about a worm? What power does a worm have? It's only its mouth. Right? A worm can worm its way through a piece of wood, can worm its way through, yeah, the wood. Here we are amongst the wood. What destroys wood is the, the power of the mouth of a worm. So when David Amalek says, I'm just a worm, he means, What is our power? We are like a worm. Says the Medrash, we're like a worm. What does that mean? It means that we have the power of the mouth. We can worm our way through our problems. Just like a worm can uproot a tree with its mouth. The Jewish people has the ability through their prayers to uproot any negative decrees that are decreed upon them. That the nations of the world are thinking about them. This nation is trying to destroy us. This nation is trying to kill us. This nation is trying to murder us, maim us, trans- transform us into their ideologies. What is the power that the Jewish people have that protects them from all of these designs of our enemies? It's the power of prayer. It's the power of tefillah. Now, so we hear prayer. What about bitachon? How does that, how does that interplay with bitachon? Says the Meforshim here. It seems that the Medrash is bringing two concepts and Combining them or, or having them ride upon each other. On one hand, it starts off saying that you gotta pray, you gotta daven, you gotta ask for your needs. That's the Pasuk, really. They called out to you, but then it finishes off and talks about the Bitachin. So, which one is it? The Medrash continues to go on and talk about Psukim. Like we saw, all we have is prayer. It seems that the Medrash is explaining what is the engine of our prayers? We daven every single day. Last week we spoke about, it's very similar conceptually, we spoke about the fact that we talk about Mitzrayim, we talk about the Exodus from Egypt, and then we pray. What does the speaking about the exodus from Egypt, Egypt <coughs> excuse me, engender in us? It engenders in us bitachon. It strengthens our belief that Hashem performs miracles for those who trust Him, for those who pray to Him. Once I strengthen my bitachon, now I can pray, now I can daven. Dal yudet 
Until Yeshua Samach Bashem. So he says it also in the opposite direction. When I daven, I am a chazak my bitachin. When I pray, I am strengthening my confidence that Hashem is going to take care of me. Hashem, I'm calling out to you. Hashem, I'm calling out to you. So it's kind of like they um, reinforce each other. The bitachin, it's because I have bitachin that I daven. But it's because that I daven that I strengthen my bitachin. <coughs> Excuse me. He brings down from the Sefer of the Maspik, which is, as we mentioned, above Raman Arambam. This is what he says. These are his words. A person who is a Beteach, a person who has the confidence, who is working on Bitachin, all of us, we need to strengthen our bitachon through prayer and asking and begging Hashem. Remember David, King David says in Tehillim, Perakirches, Pasuk Dalet, Mohulol Ekra Hashem, when Oivai Ivashaya. I am praised, it sounds like, I'm not sure exactly the precise translation of that first word, but clearly he's saying, Ekra Hashem, I call out to Hashem. Praiseworthy is the one who calls it to Hashem. It's, it's, it's uh, first person. He's saying, I'm calling out to Hashem. And Hashem will save me from my enemies. When, when I am davening to Hashem, it strengthens, it reinforces the fact that I believe that Hashem is going to save me, that He's going to take care of me. Pasuk says, In my difficulty, I call out to Hashem, To my God, I shall scream. I'll call out to God. God, help me. Hashem, save me. Hashem, send me parnosa. Hashem, take care of my children. Protect them. He will listen from, from his, from his heichel, from his, from that deep place where he resides. He will hear my voice. So there's many, many tefillahs that David HaMelech says, many psukim and tehillim, which express this idea that we strengthen our bitachon, we strengthen our bitachon, we strengthen our bitachon through our tefillah. When I ask Hashem for something, I am reinforcing my bitachon. He says, when a person in his, in his most inside, in his most innermost chambers, in the human heart, when he trusts in Hashem, so he's giving us a technique. He's saying, I can strengthen my bitachin. I can be mechazek myself through my tefillah. When I ask Hashem for something, it means I believe Hashem that you can provide and you will provide. When I ask Hashem for something, let us not be embarrassed. This is based on this pasuk, because we trusted in you. You are the trust and the mainstay of the righteous. You are the one who we know that we can depend on. We're mechazek ourselves. You get to that bracha. Pause for a moment. I've been trying the last few weeks to say a little bit of what that tefillah, each of the brachas means to me in English. 
That bracha, I say, Hashem, help me and my family be tzaddikim. Help me be a righteous person. Help me trust in you, Hashem. Be the one upon whom I can rely. Show me in my life that you answer prayer, that you fulfill the bitachin. You are the one who makes the bitachin work, so to speak. So prayer is a powerful, potent means in order to be machazik, to strengthen our bitachin. Beautiful. Now he brings here the Alshech. When the Jewish people called out to Hashem, when power got closer and closer, it seems in the moment when we're asking Hashem, we're having Bitachin, we're, we're in trouble. Power is getting closer. The trouble is getting closer. The, the rent is due. The bills need to be paid. But Kvar Vinimlotu says the Al Sheikh, the truth is that Hashem decided beforehand already that He's going to save you. Hashem's Ratzon was that they've already been saved. He adds here in brackets, even without prayer, they already, because of their Bitachon, they were already fitting, they were already worthy. Of being saved. <coughs> Excuse me. Have a cold, Baruch Hashem. Our sages give us an analogy <coughs> to a king. He saw there was a good girl. He wanted to marry her. He wanted to save her. But she was captured. By robbers. He was stuck in their lair. He wanted to marry her. He couldn't get her to talk to him. She was captured by the robbers. She was taken in by them. She was, she was mesmerized by the robbers. And when the king came and you know, knocked on the window, she wouldn't even respond to him. What did the king do? The king did something in order to get the robbers to, to attack her. Then, the Jewish people called out, right? We were captured by these robbers. Hashem wants to bring us in. He wants to save us. He wants to give us the terror. He wants to enter into a relationship with us. But we're not even calling out to Him. We're not even asking for help. We're not even showing that we want out of the situation where we find ourselves. So what does Hashem do? He makes it harder. It makes the situation harder. But the reason that he does is because he wants to take us out from the beginning. He doesn't... The, the problem is not there. The problem is only there in order for us to ask Hashem to take us out of the problem because we don't realize that we're already stuck in the problem. It says it in past tense. They called out. They were saved. They were already in a state of, of salvation. They didn't really need to call out. They were calling out because Hashem wanted them to want to come out. And this is, this is the idea. The idea is that you have to have that wanting. You have to have that good desire to have a relationship with Hashem. How do we know? that they had a good will. 
How do you know that they indeed had bitachon? Because they walked into the water before it split, like we spoke about last week. They weren't embarrassed because they saw that as a result of them having bitachon, the water split, the, the, the sea opened up. They weren't embarrassed. The moment, as we saw, Nachshon came, the water came up to his nose. The water split. So, this is another important insight here, another powerful foundational concept in Bitachon. And that is that we think that the situation we find ourselves is something that we have to get ourselves out of, but actually, the situation is only there, so we will have Bitachon. So we will call out to Hashem. So we will connect Him. He just wants connection. And if we're walking along, going along in our life in a very you know, hi-ho, hum, hum, humdrum way. So Hashem needs to wake us up. Hashem needs to wake us up. I'd like to read to you one more section here. He points out that there are four different situations. This is the bear of rum. Four different situations where a person needs to have bitachim. And they are hinted to, we speak about them here, in... The Bear of Ram points out that there is doubling in different languages here. It's like these different languages of calling out and trusting and being saved. What is all, what's all this doubling that's going on here? He says, I want to I give you a give you a very clear breakdown of what's going on in these Pesukim. The Pesukim here are hinting to the fact that there are four different types of ways that Hashem saves us. Aleph, first of them, The highest level is that when a person was on a very high level of Bitochen, the Rishonim, the earlier generations, so they didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to go through even a situation of danger because the danger wouldn't even come to them. Mikoyach, their Bitochen, because of the power of their strength, of their confidence in Hashem. Min The second type is on a lower level. The enemy was running after the person. And Hashem saves the person without, without their needing to call out and without their needing to pray. Why just Again, my enemy is running after me, heaven forbid, but my bitachin is strong enough that I don't even have to ask for help. They just get, they just like, as they're coming, they trip and they fall and they die. Min ashlishisha the third type is where we need prayer. We need God to help us and we need to do some kind of ishtadlis that takes the form of prayer. The fourth type is where they need to fight. They need to do more than just pray. They need to actually engage in warfare in order to overcome their enemies. And HaKadosh Baruch who God Himself saves us. Corresponding to the first type, which is where you don't have to worry at all, is what we saw last week. Our forefathers trusted in you. 
This can be enough for us to not experience any pain at all on such a high level. After the sons of Yaakov killed out the inhabitants of Shechem for having desecrated the daughter of Yaakov, so there was a fear over the children of Yaakov. There was a fear, I'm sorry, over the nations, everyone around, from the children of Yaakov, and nobody dared to raise a finger to chase after them. So that's a certain level of protection. In the brachas, when we do what we're supposed to do, when we're keeping the Torah as we are supposed to, Hashem promises we will be confident. We will not have anyone who causes us fear. There will not be any threats of any malefactors. Corresponding to the second type, where the enemies are running after us, but we don't even need to pray. That's the concept of they trusted and you saved them. They felt some kind of difficulty and pain, fear. Saved them. That was the that was what happened by Yamsuf. That was the type of bitachon where they had bitachon. They didn't need to pray like we saw last week, and they were saved. They just need to move forward. The third type, where they do need to pray, they called out to you and they were saved. Which is what happened with Chizkiyahu, the king, Hezekiah, with Sancherev. Hashem said, The prayer that he prayed, I listened to already. He didn't have to actually fight against Sancherev and his men. He didn't need to leave his house and, and go to war. All he needed was prayer. That was enough to save them. The fourth is that they weren't embarrassed. Like we find... When Nachash, the Ammonite, came to fight with the Jewish people, they called out, they cried, it wasn't enough to save them. Until King Saul came, fought against this enemy, and they were able to trust in Hashem, and in so doing, they were saved. So, as we've seen, as we know, there's many levels in talking how much yishtadlis we need to do, how much prayer we need to do. In all events, we have many options at our disposal. The main thing is to continue to strengthen ourselves in talking. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.